Welcome back to Momming and Dadding Autism. Autism. We took a week off. We were exhausted last week. We don't want that to be like a habitual thing, but we just we just <laughs> couldn't last week. Well, couldn't record early because we were really busy, and then by the time we got to Monday night, it was just like, there's no way. Yeah. It's all about balance in life. Some weeks some weeks we push past the limit, some weeks we're like, we can't this week. <laughs> So, um, and tonight we wanted to talk about, um, picky eating, dietary stuff, food, um, you know, as parents of kiddos with, you know, that are autistic. And, um, we, you know, before I go on about anything health wise, we were referred to one of our favorite people in the whole world. Her name's Britton Coleman. She's the autism dietitian. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook. She's amazing. She has a new, um, I can't remember what it's called, but she has like a new, it's not an app, but you go on an app and it's like a new, wow, I'm not doing Is that a resource? Okay. It's the Nourishing Autism Collective. So like you use a certain app and it's just really cool. There's resources. You can talk to other parents that are. Um, trying to help their kiddos, like dietary stuff and all that. It's just, she's amazing. Recommendations on vitamins and um, all the things. Medicine. All the same. Yeah. So when Opal was first diagnosed, we, you know, I feel like back then the gluten free, dairy free thing was very um, common. Like people are like, oh, your child's autistic, so now they need to be gluten and dairy free. And the problem with that is that, like, most of our kids have safe foods and they won't try new things. And you can't make our kids eat. Like, people say all the time, like, oh, if they get hungry, they'll eat. Well, no, they won't. Because if Opal's offered, like, what's something they she would not eat? Mm. She would not eat a carrot. <laughs> She probably wouldn't eat a carrot. So if a carrot was the only thing she's offered even for three days, I don't think she would eat it. Yeah. You know? Because it's like a sensory thing. It's yeah. not just she doesn't want it. Sensory as in touch, taste, feel, and maybe even the way it looks. Yeah, like the color, the consistency, all of those things. Which I guess I said touch and feel, basically same. Whatever. Same thing. Um, But so we did the gluten-free, dairy-free thing without really understanding, you know, Opal's um, selective foods and stuff. We didn't get all of that back then. Um, But then we started, um, we did like, what was it the Lavender Group? Yeah. I think we were the Lavender Group. We were one of her, the first group, I think, to where she wasn't taking like personal clients. She was taking multiple families at a time. Putting them in groups on Zoom yeah. groups, Facebook groups, and that's why we even had a group name. Yeah, and we, what was that government check that everyone got at like the stimulus check? That's what we used our stimulus check for. Yeah, we invested. <laughs> yeah, we invested it in there, and because we were just so concerned about Opal's diet, she wasn't eating like any vegetables, any fruit, um, and. A lot of our kids deal with constipation, but Opal's actually like the complete opposite. Like food would just go through her in a bad way. And so we were just trying to find just some help. 
Yeah. And um, so one of the first things we did was we did a sensitivity panel. So it's like they take your blood. You can either do a, fring- a finger prick or like a full blood panel. And the full blood panel is more accurate. Mm-hmm. So we did the full blood panel. And um, what were some of the things that she was sensitive to? I can tell you right now. I think so they have like red is like super duper sensitive. Yellow is sensitive. And then green is like good foods. And we did like an allergy panel with her because we thought she might be allergic to some foods. But the only thing that came back even slightly elevated was milk. So we we know that Opal probably has a lactose intolerance. Um, but we ha- actually have the list right here of all the things. Guys, we have it taped to the fridge. Her gut was screaming at us that it needed help. And literally, these are all the fr- er, foods she could have. So in the red was shrimp. Which, I think she said shrimp one time. But isn't it, can't it be in some food, like uh, fish? Well, shrimp, shrimp I think is just shrimp. Okay. Um, But then the other red food was soybean. Mm -hmm. So soybean can be, like a lot of french fries are fried in soybean oil. Soy is in everything. A lot of stuff, yeah. Okay, and then these are all the yellow foods. Aspartame. Blue number one, blue number two, chard, cherry, coconut, coffee, corn, cow's milk, crab, grapefruit, green pea, camu, I don't know what that is, lamb, mango, peanut, pork, rosemary, sorbic acid, tea, vanilla, walnut, and whey. Yep. That is a mouthful. So, in order to heal her gut, she also did like, um, I can't remember what it's called. Um, base or a stool panel. She also did a stool panel too, and it showed like she was just her organs were just very inflamed. Like they just needed some help. And a lot of times, like when your organs are inflamed, like your body makes you sensitive to the stuff you eat. Like normally, like that your body normally wouldn't be sensitive to because it's just in need of so much help. Mm-hmm. And so we basically cut all of that out of Opal's diet. And that's a lot of foods, but we have actually been able to add in a lot of them. I think the only things Opal can't have anymore or still is dairy, which, um, like, even her allergy panel was elevated. Mm-hmm. So I think she's lactose intolerant, and it's just very evident if she ever eats dairy that she doesn't feel good and her tummy hurts, but... And if you ever need suggestions on dairy-free items, reach out to us because yeah. we really have a good handle on that information. So she's dairy-free, soy-free. What else? I'm trying to remember. Corn. She can't yeah, have corn. Corn, corn, soy, or dairy I think are her top three right now because we did um, gluten-free for a really long time. But we just started adding gluten back in and we think she's doing pretty well. And that's the good thing about food sensitivities is that you won't necessarily be always be sensitive to these foods. You just have to heal your gut, and then um, you can start slowly introducing foods yeah. back in. So some of the things we did to heal her gut were obviously we took away a lot of her food sensitivity foods. And, um, you know, we did probiotic. We did a multivitamin. We did a prebiotic. We also did, I think it was called biotin. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot. Britain is a wealth of knowledge, and obviously I'm not a dietitian, or nor can I be like, 
you know, this is what your kid needs and blah, 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 blah. So if you ever need actual dietary help, she is a wealth of knowledge, like mm-hmm. the best. And she um, is like a pro for specifically autistic, you know, kiddos. Like mm-hmm. that's her um, specialty. specialty. Her focus. Her brother's actually autistic too, which I just think is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyway, that being said. A lot of those foods could have, like, she used to like peanut butter, like vanilla's in a lot of stuff. Um, Rosemary. Rosemary's in a lot of things. So that was kind of hard at first, but, I mean, we've been doing this for, like, three years now, so it's gotten a lot easier. Thankfully, there's a lot more options than you might think. Oh, yeah, and they, it continues to yeah. be new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sprouts is prob is Sprouts and Natural Grocers, two of our favorite places. Target has a a bunch of goodies too. Yeah. Walmart has some good things. I'm just not a fan. It has the least amount of good things. Yeah. As in brands that carry, you know, the food friendly that we need. Yeah, and you know, changing your child's diet isn't just, you know, dietary or whatever it's cost. It usually costs more, too, because you can't have the gluten or the dairy or whatever. And so, you, you know, Britton always talks about this all the time. She's, you do the best you can when you can. Yeah. So, um, and that's what we do, and that's what we did. And um, we actually just did a sensitivity panel for Lucy um, a couple months ago. Yep. We've been making sure that stuff's not in her diet, and hers is dairy, any kind of milk, literally, like, Goat milk, cow milk, any kind of milk. Almond milk too, right? Yeah, she can't have almonds. She can't have peanuts. Um, is that it? She can have. She can have oats. Yep. There's one other thing, but I'm not. That's a big one because I think I keep. Oh, it's peanuts. She can't have peanuts. Yeah. And almonds, and you know when you do like dairy or gluten free, there's it's there's always almonds or yeah something in it but um hers is a lot her list is a lot smaller but actually lucy struggles with constipation so and dairy actually just is one of those things that is a big proponent of constipation so when we took dairy out of her diet we saw a huge change we actually use magnesium citrate for her and that is a big helper and proponent in um you know helping and aiding with constipation so we use that. It's been a crazy ride, crazy whirlwind. I thought it might be a good idea to talk about the differences in the magnesiums briefly. Oh, yeah. Because and again, we're not doctors or healthcare providers, so this is not professional advice Speak at all. for yourself. No, it's not professional. Okay, I'm not a professional, but I'm not. It's like every lawyer has to say that when they talk to you about stuff. Yeah, I want to. Okay, so... I was confused with this at the beginning. I think most Americans, well, I guess people in general are, because whenever you hear, take magnesium, you just go to Walmart or wherever. We don't buy these at Walmart, but you just go to the store, buy magnesium, and start taking it if you're trying to sleep better or whatever. But there's actually multiple different types of magnesium. So, and multiple uses for magnesium. Yeah. So the magnesium that Opal uses helps her sleep better, and um, it actually was a TikTok trend a while back, about a year ago. People were buying magnesium like crazy. It's glycinate or glycinite, right, or whatever? 
glycinate. Glycinate. But magnesium glycinate helps you sleep, but it's also like for muscle cramping and stuff like that. Oh, um, but it, it helps you sleep pretty good. Because most. It really helps opal. Yeah, and whenever I take it, it knocks me out. So. But it's important for her to take that one so she sleeps better, but it's very important that she doesn't take Lucy's, and it's important that Lucy only takes this one because this one helps with constipation. Yeah, magnesium citrate. Does it help with sleep, or is that... I think think magnesium in general helps with sleep. But this one specifically is for... Helps you go poop. Yeah. (laughs) So... Um, if you can take that if you're not autistic, that will. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Most Americans and people in general are uh, short on magnesium. So we also wanted to talk about opal safe food. So if you have an autistic kiddo, you probably have a kiddo that's very selective in what they will eat. Like with us, Lucy will literally eat anything, and will like we're still trying to teach her to know. Like, when she's full, like, I don't think her body tells her when she's full. And so, like, she's thrown up multiple times because she, like, her body just, I can't remember the term for that, but it literally just doesn't register that she's full. Um, And then with Opal, sorry, with Opal, um, she just doesn't have a ton of options with foods. She's getting better. um, And one thing that's really helped her is food chaining, so... Um, she doesn't really eat any fruits right now. I think one fruit she will eat is like, um, freeze dried apples. Mm-hmm. She'll eat those. She won't always eat them, but it's an option. Every once in a while she'll eat bananas, but I mean, it has to be like, I don't know. She used to eat them like, right? She used to love bananas, but I think the consistency just grosses her out, which, you know, we talk about people act like. You know, food sensitivities are, like, just an autistic thing. I can't tell you how many adults I know that will not eat bananas because of the consistency. Yeah. So. Or veggies. Yeah. Or, yeah. We all have a reason why we don't eat certain things, you know? Although I have a friend that he doesn't eat the veggies, but he'll get them on the burger, but then he'll take them off himself. And I asked him why, and he said, because you get that flavor, you know? You get the veggie flavor, but you don't have to eat. Anyways. (laughs) So, um, some of Opal's safe foods, like grilled chicken. We just found out she loves deli turkey. Mm. So, she'll eat protein pretty good. Um, she won't eat eggs. But she'll eat almost anything. She'll eat hamburgers and definitely eat steak. Yes. She loves, she loves steak. But uh, we don't make enough to have steak every single day for dinner. So. <laughs> um, she's bougie like that, but that's okay. Um, her... Two favorite foods in the whole entire world are chips and cookies, which I mean, typical kid, like typical kid choice of food. But she eats so many chips that we have to buy the gigantic bag of chips at at Sam's and they're literally like five pounds, right? Like, they're humongous. It's a five-pound bag. I don't know. But it's gigantic. And she eats that. Uh, and it's the Boulder Canyon because it's not fried in soybean oil. It's fried in all olive oil. And I think on average they're eating about a huge bag of chips every four days. 
Oh, I think it's less than that. That girl eats tons of chips. Um, she will eat freeze-dried cauliflower. Yes. And broccoli. From Rhythm. And we can't find another company that makes it. Yes, and that's a great... So if your kiddo... That's my first, um... Food chain? Yeah, food chain. So we'll talk about food chaining, but my first tip, I guess, is if a lot of our kiddos like crunchy foods and they don't like the mushy, wet, you know, gross, sensory-wise foods. And so if your kiddo won't eat vegetables, try a crunchy vegetable. And there's a difference between dried, like dehydrated dried vegetables and freeze-dried. Yes. Freeze-dried is like airy and crunchy, but like the other one is like dense and just really tough on your teeth and yeah. it's just there's a different. Yeah. Yes, the consistency and the texture of the cauliflower is very very good. Yes, and she loves it and it there's like a white cheddar flavor which is dairy free. Yeah. She loves free. them. So that's usually we buy multiple bags oh of that. God. <laughs> yes, we I'm pretty sure Target. We need a freeze dryer. Target probably is wondering, like, what's going on with this? We probably literally buy all of it. I think. And they have multiple veggies. <clears throat> oh, there's been times where I just grab the entire cardboard box at the store and just take it. I mean, you know, obviously pay for it, but um, that's pretty expensive, though, the uh, cauliflower. Yep. And she just started liking the Daya pizza. Yeah. Which I think it's disgusting, but she loves it. It's not bad for a dairy-free option. I'll say. I would just rather not eat pizza than. Yeah. But when they see us eating Domino's, you know, (laughs) they're like, we want pizza too. So, um, there's another cheese that's really, like, good, but I can't remember what the brand name is. Follow your heart. Follow your heart, yeah. Oh, I was just telling you to follow your heart. Oh, whatever. Their part, I think it's Parmesan. Mm -hmm. That's one of the best cheeses that is dairy-free, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so food chaining is really cool because, um, and Brit- Britain talk- talked about this when we learned it from her, is that like if you're wanting your kiddo to eat grilled chicken, but all they will eat is chicken nuggets, like you start there. So mm-hmm. first, you know, you give your kiddo their, their chicken nuggets, and then you... Um, get them to try like a sauce with it, like ketchup or like a safe sauce, a safe food sauce. And then you try a different chicken nugget. And this is not, okay, let me just, okay. Then you try a different chicken nugget in Mm -hmm. ketchup and then you eventually try grilled chicken in the ketchup. Now I say all this and this is not like a five day method thing. Like this may take months because um, it takes like, I think, seven to 14 times for a kid to try food to like it. I think that's typical kids. Mm-hmm. I think it can take up to 30 times for an autistic kid. I'm probably botching all of that information, but it's like three times the amount for autistic sounds kids accurate. to try something and like eat it. And so it might take months to do that. And, you know, if you go from a chicken nugget and trying it with ketchup, you may only be able to put a drop of ketchup on their plate just for them to be able to tolerate it. 
and then a couple days later put a little bit more on their plate just to tolerate it and then they may try it with it or so it's not a fast process and maybe different things that you chain would be faster but like don't get discouraged because it is possible we've done it but it takes a while we're so far ahead of where you know maybe i thought we ever would be in regards to food you know still working on a couple you know fruits and veggies but there's so much she will eat now that she used to not even she would run from literally yeah and we also we don't ever force her to eat anything new no like we don't force her to eat anything but i mean i'll coax her a little more when i'm like girl you like grilled chicken like yeah will you please just eat this but if it's a new food like i'm not going to make her eat it because we want her to trust us and we don't ever sneak anything into her food we don't well i don't i got in trouble one time for sneaking and like tricking her oh yeah but it makes sense you don't want to trick because then you lose yeah because they're going to be like well what else are you trying to you know and then they're going to lose the safe foods that they do have because they don't trust you. because they don't trust you and because you you know it doesn't taste the same because you stuck medicine into it or whatever yeah yeah so so i don't trick anymore i mean i think that's just our go-to as parents is you know they need medicine oh let's put it into their applesauce to eat every day and then they won't eat their applesauce anymore. yeah so um, it is a process and it's not overnight and that's okay yeah it's possible yeah and if your kiddo literally cannot handle textures like you probably need to talk to an occupational therapist or speech therapist because they may need food therapy and you know opal's been in food therapy before mm-hmm. a couple times it helps quick it, well i won't say quickly but it you can do like a um concentrated like yeah like you can do a a uh i don't know what the word is but i've had friends that have done food therapies that lasted like a week or two and it was like all gung-ho basically yeah and then they were their kids were able to eat food it's like that's cool but i mean that's not always an option for everyone um and some of our kids just need time Mm -hmm. so but um and it's also you know if you start seeing like you'd rather buy organic foods or um take dyes out of your kiddos foods and those kind of things like you don't have to immediately take all those foods away you just food chain it and you start slowly replacing things that they like with something else yeah again you don't want to lose their trust and do whatever you can afford to do yeah whatever you feel right about because i mean our grocery bill i mean we spend a lot on their food but you know that's basically our main focus is making sure they number one eat number two eat nutritional things Mm -hmm. and number three that like that they have food that they will eat that they can eat that doesn't make them sick yeah so yeah a lot of the food they like is expensive but they may not eat anything else so it's like you yes we do have to buy a lot of that but it's because one they're just growing kids in general but two, they're not eating other options either. Yeah, and like a lot of times, yeah, we could buy cheaper chips, but it's it has corn in it. It has corn syrup or it has or it was fried in soybean oil or 
this or that. Like for the longest time, we couldn't find any restaurants that the girls could go to because even just going through the Chick-fil-A drive through like it's not, everyone talks about peanut oil, peanut oil, peanut oil, but they fry their fries in soybean oil. At least the ones we've called around to. I've seen that some don't, but the ones that are around us do. Yeah. Soybean oil. They use peanut oil on a chicken. Yes. So you kind of just assume it's the oil for everything, but it's yeah. not. Like we just found out they can eat at Brom. So if you're like in the Texas, Oklahoma area, Kansas, yeah, um, they can have Brom's fries, at least here. Yeah. It's canola oil, which is not good for you whatsoever, but it's better. I mean, they if we need something for them while we're out, we can get that. Yep. Fuzzies is a great place. Oh we just That's ask tough. for no cheese on stuff. Because they can have the chicken and cheese or chicken and rice. Mm-hmm. They can. You can do chipotle too, because a lot of chipotle's food is whole food. Like their chicken doesn't have other stuff in it. It's chicken and spices. You know. Mm-hmm. And I want to brag on Fuzzy's Taco, because no matter which one we go to, every time we apologize, because the girls do like to. Eat a little messy. The chicken, shredded chicken and rice is everywhere. And you know, as parents of special needs kids, we feel awful about that. But it's also just our reality, so we try to clean it up. But I feel like the last two or three times we've been at Fuzzies, like the workers have stopped us from cleaning it. And like, we'll get it. Like, yeah. we, they don't say we understand. In a nice way. But they're like super friendly about it. And that just makes you feel better. Yeah. Because you already feel bad about it. But, anyway, shout out to Fuzzy's Taco. Yeah. Anyways. And it's just crazy because you, you have autistic kids and you realize they have sensory aversions and all that. And then you realize, like, oh, I'm not picky with my food. I have sensory aversions, too. Yeah. Things I need. Yeah. Like, I'm one of those people that can tell. Like, we talk about how our kiddos can tell even just different brands, like, of things. Like, if they have... I don't know, one brand of a protein shake. Uh, Tara from Peace of Autism, she used to give her son, well, I guess this is different, but even when the packaging changes, our kids yeah. know. And they're like, no, I'm not eating that. It's not oh, the same gosh, thing. Yeah. Um, her son, they used to get these um, protein shakes for him, mm-hmm. and then they changed the packaging on the outside, so she was trying to find all the old ones, yeah. you know, that anyone could find. And I'm pretty sure they taught him to drink it out of out of a cup instead of the. Uh, that was smart. Carton. That's smart. But it's just crazy. Like, but anyways, as I was saying, like I'm one of those people that can tell when it's like a different brand. Yeah. Like, I don't know if like my taste buds are just like superhuman or something, but like. Yeah. Well, you are superwoman. <laughs> I wish you are. Well, you remember that time we were stuck on the stir water enhancing uh, squeeze bottles, like the bottles that you'd squeeze into your water? Mm-hmm. Opal was it? No, we weren't stuck on that. Opal was. Opal was, and she was going through, I think, like ten bottles a week, and and those are kind of pricey if you drink them all the time, like three bucks each. Yeah, and uh, we had to drive all over the state to find them, and. We ended up having to order them online. Eventually, they ran out, and I wonder if we had a play in that. But now they sell them at Target now. Yeah, because they were able to recover from us buying some. Taking them every time. 
They probably thought. But it was one way for us to get her to drink water. Yes. So. Oh. Lucy's crying. Yeah. We'll just wrap this up. But we just wanted to talk about foods and sensory sensitivities and all the things. And, you know, don't feel bad if your kiddo only eats goldfish and grilled your chicken nuggets. Like, it is possible to get them to eat healthier yeah. things. And it's possible to get them to take um, supplements. And it's possible all those things. Like, yeah. don't give up hope and just take it one day at a time. Take it easy. Don't ever force your kids to eat anything that will lose, you know, don't mix anything. You know, we don't want to lose our kids' trust. And I know that, you know, Opal is very open to trying new things now because we don't force her. Yeah. She knows we're not going to force her. So she's very open to trying new things a lot. If we say just try one bite, that's all we ask her to do. Yeah. Or even if she won't try a bite, sometimes I'll ask her just to touch it Mm -hmm. or just to look at it. Or I'll just put it on the table near her because even that is a big deal and a big victory some days so anyway there's a whole lot more we can share about that we need to ask Britain to be on here yeah at some point i'd love that need to need to send her a little message yeah that'd be awesome (laughs) but we hope you guys have a good rest of your week and if you guys have any if your kids try any new foods or anything like that let us know we would love to hear that from you yeah for sure Well, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.